Welcome to episode 18 of Power Podcasts. Uh, we're hosts, Christopher, CJ, also Gobbs, but he's not here right now. He'll be on in this video and this uh, recording later on today. Splice him in. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking about a few topics. Uh, first one is having a strong mental ability. Um, or setting yourself right, keeping your mind straight. Um, second topic will be about minimizing risks of injury, how to properly scale, and how to know when to back off in a workout. Um, also talking about rest days and off diet days. Uh, so first topic is the uh, strong mental ability. Um, mainly, um, a lot of the there's a lot of athletes that I see that really get stressed over um, of a workout or something like that. Mm-hmm. They get really stressed of performing at a high level and that's all they can think about. Can't usually get much sleep or something like that. You know how like it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. The high level performance. Um, but a lot of people get that way around the open too. Um, mm-hmm. The open kind of brings that the mental game into a whole different aspect of it for you because you really don't have to, you know, Usually a workout is just a workout, right? It doesn't mean anything. You want to do well at it, but if you don't do well, no big deal, right? Um, unless you're competing, but the open brings out like, people really strong. Like I'm probably mm-hmm. one of the people who, in the open, gets a little bit more worked up than I need to be. So, um, yeah, a good way to approach working out, man, is it's supposed to be stress relieving. You know, it's not supposed to, you know, it's supposed to be um, something that adds stress to your life, right? So, you want to approach it mentally, you know, as if it's just a workout. Um, obviously, you have a strategy for it. Um, but you know, approach it just like a workout, any other workout that you know, and just go after it. I don't care if it's something that's going to be uh, a goat for you, whether we're doing muscle ups, you know, you can't really do, you know, like today's workout, we had six muscle ups, you know, in the uh, that was prescribed for the workout. You can't always do six muscle ups, you know, sometimes you can only do one or two in a round, and so you scale down appropriately, you do two in a round, and you, you know, you, you move none. on to the next thing, huh? I got none today, so yeah, none, see, no. so sometimes you just gotta, gotta know what uh, what you're all about and what, where your level's at, and then pushing that level, right? You have to be able to mentally know where you're at so you can push that ability um, and get better that day, right? It's all about getting better that day as well. So getting a good workout and getting better that day is what you really want to focus on mentally, though. The uh, couple of things that um, usually works for myself, uh, I'm not, as myself as an athlete, I'm not um, like a... in a zone to where I'm just focusing on competing and performance. Mm-hmm. I'm more focusing on uh, moving well. Well, that should be how you're performing as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's going to be a little bit more risk, but right now I'm just focusing on uh, moving well, focusing on different movements, um, doing still the workouts. But uh, um, with myself, since I'm not in a state to where I have to be stressed constantly of just a workout performing at a high level. Mm-hmm. More of these workouts are just, they set me at a, uh, a certain spot for my sympathetic nervous system. Um, basically, when it comes to your body, two different, ner- two different systems. Sympathetic nervous system and, pa- wait, what's the other one? Parasympathetic. <laughs> I was going to say. Sympathetic and non-sympathetic. I was going to say pathetic <laughs> nervous system. <laughs> uh, yeah, parasympathetic <laughs> nervous system. So sympathetic and pathetic nervous system. The, the pathetic one is the one that cries on the ground in the fetal position. Yeah. Um, so the uh, 
a lot of um, high-level athletes are usually in sympathetic nervous system. Uh, that's usually your fight-or-flight um, mode. Uh, when it comes to actual animals out in the wild, you can see a lion um, be in the sympathetic nervous system when they want to chase after a, uh, a gazelle. I think a gazelle is probably in yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, that's about right, yeah. Um, then usually they're resting most of the part of the day because they're in a survival mode. Survival mode comes when a short burst of um, intensity gets introduced to whatever type of organism it is, and that includes us. Um, usually, well, when you take a lion, for example, usually they're resting throughout the day. They're in their parasympathetic nervous system, um, so their their blood levels, their yeah, uh, blood levels, sugar levels, um, things like that, they aren't high at all. Um, they're actually in a resting level. Uh, but when you take us humans, for example, um, just putting together work, driving in traffic, um, just those two, there can be more different factors, but those two activate the sympathetic nervous system and you're stuck in that throughout the day. Then also, if you're not getting enough rest, enough sleep, and you're still stuck in that during that, your sleep and your rest, should be that's when you're, your muscles are actually rebuilding, you're actually getting... Um, um, too much cortisol, is that what you're looking for? No, I was just thinking of getting enough rest. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't that, that advanced in my mind. Okay, gotcha. But, uh, yeah. That brings um, me to a point, you know, um, when it comes to, you know, the workout as well for the day or, you know, whatever you're doing, it can be moving rocks around your backyard, you know, because you're putting the, the landscaping thing in. Um, you should be always thinking about uh, trying to maintain uh, a relaxed state like you want to be going right depending on what the workout is if you're doing friend you want to be as relaxed as possible while you're doing friend like I come from a, a you know a sports background football and track and field back in high school which is you know a long time ago but you know the fastest sprinters when, when they sprint they're running super hard and they're tense in certain spots but on their face you can't even tell if they were running a race besides that you know the fact that their face is moving up and down from the you know from the velocity and uh, from, from their moving but you want to be as relaxed as possible in a workout you know, so um, even though you might be in your sympathetic nervous system at that time, um, mm -hmm. you want you want to keep the body as relaxed as possible to, to to mimic being, you know, laying in a hammock basically. You know, you, you want to be going and going hard, but mentally you should be trying to stay relaxed, trying to stay calm, um, try, trying to stay in a place where you can keep moving for the entirety of the workout. The um, uh, yeah, when it comes to your workouts, they should be a. Uh, um, should be a healthy level of. Wait, what was I going to say? Health level of stress or health level. Health, of, yeah, of stress. Healthy level of stress actually get introduced to your body. Uh -huh. um, just like the lion, for example, lion they're chasing after something with a short burst of energy, a short duration. That's the in the lion's case, they're the hunter. But let's take a gazelle for example. Short burst of energy getting chased by the lion. They're in a survival mode. That's their fight or flight your workout should be in that kind of nature, um, should be complementing um, the rest of your day. The, that being said, having enough parasympathetic rest time. Um, you can always activate your parasympathetic nervous system by doing meditation type practices like uh, yoga, for example. Um, just practicing breathing techniques at home. Mm -hmm. um, actually that hard to do. If you breathe throughout your uh, stomach, 
and not a chest breather. So easy way how to. Uh, this is something I've been going over with yeah. my athletes a lot too. Go ahead. Easy way how to t tell if you're a chest breather or stomach breather. You place your your um, both palms, one on your stomach, one on your chest, and you breathe in. Whichever hand, actually, do this while you're laying on the ground. Um, whichever hand lifts up first will determine which um, either chest breather or stomach breather. Most of us are chest breathers, so you'll see our shoulders rise up. Also, if you do suck in your stomach, because uh, you want to look like skinnier, uh, you're most likely a chest breather. Chest breather. Because uh, that's what I used to do back in the day. Uh, well, I don't do that now. I just don't care. But uh, this is the thing I've been going over uh, with all my uh, all my teens, athletes, even some of my personal training clients too. Is when we're in the middle of a workout, you want to, like I said, try and stay as relaxed as possible. So try not to panic breathe. That panic breathing into the chest is more going to inch you uh, into fight or flight faster. Mm -hmm. um, you're not getting a full breath here. <gasps> you know, you've seen people after they do, like, you know, in the middle of a fran or something, and they get they get ahead of themselves. Um, yeah. So they start breathing in that chest, start panicking. That's the worst thing that can happen to you in the middle of a workout. Um, you don't want to hit that mode. Occasionally, you got to go there every now and then. That means you're going super hard occasionally. But um, if you find yourself frequently getting getting to that point to where your chest breathing and you're getting the fran cough quite a bit, you know, fran lung, um, that's probably because you're not breathing appropriately. You're breathing too much into the chest. Um, try and bring that breath down into the belly as much as possible. It will help you out substantially in maintaining the pace over the course of a long workout, especially if you're doing something like a, a Murph or a 20-minute AMRAP even. Like you want to maintain that pace over the course of 20 minutes. So uh, just try and breathe deeply into the belly. Like I said, I, I stress it a lot. It's one of those things, breathing techniques. Uh, it never really goes discussed. It's discussed in a CrossFit gym. But it's almost just as important as the technique you use to lift the weight as to how you breathe on that, doing that wad. Mm -hmm. um, if you're practicing uh, just breathing through your stomach, take a, uh, you can practice this way uh, by taking a light weight, like a uh, 5 to possibly 15 pound kettlebell or something that's kind of around there. Uh, it doesn't have to be a kettlebell, but it can just be a weight. Um, but Taking it, place it on your stomach while you're laying down. Um, try to focus on actually raising the kettlebell while you're inhaling. Um, if you're able to, then you're activating the right um, system. Um, if you're doing around three sets of 10 um, regularly, if you practice that at least once a day, then you'll look at improving a lot of things um, or just being aerobic capacity wise, um, just being able to actually use energy better, um, form a little better. This kind of brings me back to uh, when it comes to the workout and being mentally prepared for it. Like let's say you're doing muscle ups and you keep, you're, you're, you're on number five of, of six that round and you can't get that, that six when you fell three times. Um, people tend to, again, have that panic breath. They tend to go to that place to where they're fight or flight. They start you know, freaking out. Um, even more important at that point to gather yourself mentally, take a couple deep breaths into the belly, you know, make sure you get that breathing back down and then focus on the, the points of performance there, you know, whether it's correct pull, correct swing, correct kip, um, correct turnover, whatever it is, focus on those points as you breathe deeply into the belly. That way you can have a better performance on that movement. That happens a lot when um, athletes do double unders. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a big one. That, that one wrecks people. It wrecks people. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Say, a jump rope will destroy your life. Yeah, yeah, because like I, I see it a lot. Um, we have double unders. Like, uh, say one athlete, uh, they're sort of proficient with double unders. Maybe 
can do about 10 to 20 unbroken mm-hmm. um, if possible. But I'd say in the workout, they just started and they just clipped their uh, toes um, about three times in three attempts, and they only got maybe two double unders at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, they know they can achieve more, but it's just not working out for them. Um, for, like, in that case, an athlete, they should have the jump rope come to their setup position, their, you know, like the uh, starter position. Yep. Um, take deep breath. Take, take at least three deep breaths. Make sure they're bringing their, uh, their heart rate down a little bit. And then go into your double unders. You don't have to like rush it because that happened a lot in uh, six, no seventeen five. Yep, yeah. double unders, man. Double unders will break you. It's because it's such a simple movement. Like people, people overlook the simple points of performance of a double under um, because it's such a simple movement. They think I can just I've done it before. I can do them, and they forget about the simple stuff like keeping the hands in front of you where you can see them, or they start flicking their wrist and bringing their hands back. Um, yeah. And then they're catching their feet, or they're, they're jumping backwards the whole time. Oh, right? I've seen people move almost, you know, ten feet over the course of a set of double unders. Like, why do I keep catching? Well, you're moving ten, twelve feet back the whole time. Actually, you're jumping backwards. Um, it's just, it's not, it's not efficient, and you're going to have some issues there. Um, but the, the more you get into that, that panic breathing, uh, and the less you, you calm down and think about the points of performance, the more you're going to get into. Spots where you're gonna keep messing that movement up. It's just mm-hmm. it tends to happen. Muscle ups, double unders. Um, double unders is probably the most common one. You know, you see it with. Um, what else is there? Uh, you don't see that elsewhere as much. Um, occasionally, people like they'll, they'll fail a heavy snatch or something like that. Yeah. Or a heavy clean. They're trying to get in their head. And they can't figure out why they keep missing it. Take your time. Go back to the basics and take some deep breaths and then start all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, oh yeah, helpful tip if. You usually have your double unders good, like, um, or else you're right on the brink of having them. Everything looks good, but you're still catching on your toes. Just try flexing your ankle, dorsi flexing. Um, so bringing your toe up to your shin, um, flexing your ankle in that way. So once you jump up, flex your ankle, bring up your toes, then try that. Um, dorsi flex. Oh yeah, that helps. Not dorsi flex. Dorsi flex. If you're watching the the uh, video podcast, that's dorsi flexion. The other one is plantar flexion. Uh, they both have flexion in the, the name, but uh, bringing your toes up to your shin, um, decreasing that angle, is uh, that, dorsi that, flexion. That's powerful too. Like that's where you get all your power from when you run and you jump. Dorsi flexion, right? Yeah. This is more for absorption, real quick. You know, dorsi flex. Get right back to. I like to jump in and run. You should also dorsiflex when it comes to your ring rows. So bring your toes off the ground, not having a flat foot on the ground. You're going to activate your glutes um, a lot more efficiently when it comes to that. Get it right, get it um, tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's the opposite of what you would do if you're in a hollow position just hanging from a bar, like a pull-up bar. Basically, it's just the opposite. Um, but to bring it back to the mental portion, mentally... You've got to be prepared for every workout, knowing where you're at, right? Uh, knowing your abilities, and then if things start to go haywire, things start to go wrong, to go back to the, to the, to the you know, square one, um, think about all the points of performance for each movement, you know, whether it's a clean, if you're getting full extension, uh, whether if you're getting under that bar fast, you're getting those elbows up, whatever it is, go back to the points of performance mentally before you break down and fall apart on that, on that workout, all right? Yeah. We, we, we've all been there, but it's, it's important to know people who are, who are the best in the world at, at, at any sport, um, in particular CrossFit, those guys, they might mess up something, but they, they gather themselves quickly, and they get back to work knowing where to start from, and they can figure out where they made that, that, uh, that fault at, 
um, before they started panic breathing. Yeah. Um, yeah, just if, if something's not working, just don't sweat it. The, uh, when I used to race in motocross, if I would fall in a corner, um, granted the corner was kind of cushioned because it was watered down, but uh, I would know I could do better. I know I can do better. Um, I just wouldn't get mad and get frustrated and have that occur again. I think of what I did wrong and what I'm able to do. Um, so, uh, just don't sweat it when it comes to your workouts. Just try to stay as chill as possible. Um, if you're around how I usually am, because I'm like one of the chillest people you could probably meet, that's not a stoner. <laughs> Are we? Are you sure you're not a stoner? No, I'm not. You, you can't prove it to us unless you take a, a urine test, which I can. Actually. We'll do that on video too. <laughs> it's clear. It's nice. Um, if your pee is clear, then that's good. Uh, I, I think for most yeah. of us too, it's important to to, to note. Um, unless you're super competitive, the workout is supposed to be stress relief for you. Um, it's supposed to be a way to get better in a physical way, um, but also mental. So. Uh, the mental game is just as important as you know the physical game. So don't come in here and overstress about a workout if you can't get muscle ups that day, or if you can't get your double unders. Um, come in here, try and get better, and and just do the work. You know we're not we're not here to add stress to your life. We're here to make you better as a person. So unless you're a super competitive athlete, um, there's no need for you to stress about the movement or the workout too much. Yeah. Also, like uh, we're not stressing about it um, through a workout. If uh, let's say you're doing. Um, Actually, let's say if you're able to do like bar muscle ups, um, some kind of a movement like that. Say bar muscle ups when you're doing them after maybe about five or else ten reps through it, ten good reps, you feel something in your shoulder and uh, something's different. You kind of have to do some arm um, circles, sh shoulder circles to see what's happening. If it's not feeling, feels different, it's not feeling 100%. Should probably back off on the the workout a little bit, maybe modify it to a different exercise or modify in general just for the same. Mm -hmm. um, your workout should just be training wise. That usually throughout the like the week, this is not when um, it should be your training hour. Shouldn't be a physical competition hour because there's not a whole lot to gain for getting injured in a workout um, just because ego is high. True. Um, and even if you're recording yourself, like I record myself a lot. Um, I recorded myself just today when I was doing the wad and I wasn't able to get any of the muscle ups. I made attempts at it, but I just modified to a different exercise. Um, I, for myself, I don't want to get injured. Um, I, I don't want to keep my ego up there. I'm, I will do what I'm able to do, even though something may arise throughout a workout. Just modify, don't push it to that limit um, if you feel something is up. Um, if you pick the wrong weight also, like for dumbbell thrusters today, pick the wrong weight and it's not happening, uh, really. You can barely get that thing up, barely stabilize that. You can barely get that thing up, yep. Yeah. Go ahead, barely <laughs> get that thing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it's not working, just just take that like extra maybe 20 seconds to go run over to the dumbbells and just get some lighter ones. You don't have to suffer through the workout at a certain weight that you can't physically lift. There's a time and a place for that, right? As coaches, yeah. we'll, we'll help you find that, that place, um, whether it's you know, just two and a half pounds or what you, you normally do, or if it's five pounds or whatever it is. Coaches will be able to gauge where, where, where you're at a little bit better um, than you because you're not going to be as objective about it. We're going to be a little bit more objective about where you're at uh, physically. 
yeah. But, but yeah, like Chris was saying, if you get to a point to where you think you, you're, you're going to hurt yourself in a workout, um, be conscious of that. The goal here is, like I said, to get better every single day, not to be uh, the biggest, baddest person in the gym all the time. There's, there's days for that, and everybody has their day where they're the biggest, baddest person in the gym. Not everybody, but a lot of us have our day where we're really good. Um, but the goal is to stay healthy, right? We're here to make you healthier and happier and a little better lifestyle, not to make you a CrossFit Games athlete. Most of us aren't going to be Games athletes. Like 99.9% .9 of us won't be Games athletes. So let's try to keep that in mind. Yeah. Let's try to stay smart about our workouts and try to stay safe. Because safety is the number one thing when it comes to, to working out. We want to keep you safe, and then we want to push you to the place to where you're right on that line of going as fast as you can, but you want to, want to keep you safe as, as much as possible. Remember, the whole purpose of it is for to help you move well, move better, and actually enjoy life better. Uh -huh. um, but, uh, yeah. Um, also, if you're just thinking about it, if you're doing a workout, and if this happens to be on Instagram, or else Facebook, it happens to be on there, um, it should be something that you're doing something with uh, good form. Um, not bad form, so like let's say squats, for example, having your knees cave in, um, say if you're doing like snatches or something, you're able to snatch it up, but your knees cave in a lot. Um, try to focus on your form throughout the workout. Um, form over speed um, when it comes to this. Um, so yeah. if it happens to be on there, I'm not gonna put it on there just because I do the social media, if you happen to have bad form, but if it happened to be on there, you don't wanna be one of the gym fails. Um, yeah, don't be like yeah. don't be like some of us. <laughs> yeah, some but of, some of us have, have had gym fails that haven't made it to Instagram, and then we'll never make it to Instagram. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think a big portion of what we're trying to say here in this this portion of the uh, podcast is just check your ego at the door. Uh, you don't want to be in the middle of a workout and you picked a weight that was too heavy, or you picked uh, an inappropriate movement you didn't scale appropriately, but you refuse to not do what everybody else is doing. You refuse to not go RX. Make sure that your ego, when you come through that door, the ego stays outside because it's about keeping you safe. It's about making you better every day. And if, if you come in here with a big ego, you're not going to get better because you're trying too hard to do the RX clean and jerk at 225 when you barely clean 235. You know, mm -hmm. There's, you're not going to do that many clean and jerks 235 or 225 if you only clean 235. So be smart, man. It's just not about, like I said, being the biggest, baddest person in the gym. It's about being better for you every, each and every day. So just, just keep, it, keep that in mind and scale appropriately. You often see us coaches scale too, if we have an injury or something like that we're working around. So we all scale, there's nothing wrong with it. The RX next to your name doesn't mean anything. You know, uh, it's a nice little thing to, to, to accomplish after a while if you've been working for it. But at the end of the day, it's all about you putting the work in regardless of the RX next to your name or not. Because at the end of the week, all the whiteboard is erased anyway. So it does not matter, it does um, not matter. Yeah, even for myself as a coach and as an athlete, I don't, RX like a lot of these workouts just because I'm not able to actually lift that amount of weight. I don't have the strength for it, um, but I'll still do it, even if it's scaled down. But um, uh, when we were talking about um, having a strong mental ability, having that parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, it actually ties into um, talking about rest days and off diet days. Um, rest days 
should be in your parasympathetic nervous system. Um, they don't have to be completely rest days. So let's say if you come into the gym five days in a row, you have two days off. Um, try not, I would say try not to be like a log um, and do absolutely nothing. Like a bump um, on a log? Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> Try not to be like a log. What? A, a big brown piece of wood? <laughs> you um, can go ahead. I was thinking about that foam roller over there. Oh, gotcha. Um, so, yeah. And your rest days. Um, try to at least stay active a little bit. You don't have to work out at all. Um, just try to enjoy something like a sport or recreational activity. Mm. But um, just stay active. Like, move around. Um, you don't have to... Um, you don't have to play games for... Uh, 16 hours straight. I've done yeah. this before. Um, you can also call it active recovery day, right? Yeah. I try to call my active recovery day because I might. I'm in the gym almost every day now, as it is anyway, um, for work and for everything else. So uh, I like to think of mine as active recovery day. So I might be here for two hours. I might take 20 minutes to just row at a steady pace, not trying to kill myself, not going for any PRs, just rowing to burn some calories, get a sweat going. That's about it. Like we're not trying to kill ourselves here. Mm -hmm. All right, just recover. The body has to recover. You, you spend, you, you get better during recovery, not during the workout. During the workout, you tear yourself down. Yep. Recovery is where you get your, your gains at. Um, the, uh, yeah, your recovery days are your days for the focus more on the mobility. Uh, you should be focusing on mobility every day anyways, um, just as hard as you train. Um, it's really boring to do, but it's still relaxing. Um, the, uh, on a different podcast we were talking about five minute flow uh, recently um just as a basic overview five minute flow is when you as much as i can remember is when you wake up um, every day just try to go through some mobility um stretches and things like that once you wake up once right when you get out of bed um if you stretch like your hamstrings or else uh your calves something like that your shoulders you're going to see throughout the day that when it comes to a workout, you don't have to spend 30 minutes on mobility right before a, uh, a wad or something. So you don't have to spend as much time since you're already mobile throughout the day. You already did some of your mobility at the start of the, the day once you get up because you probably have been laying down and sleeping for like eight hours straight in the same position. So once you wake up, your body is still remembering that same exact position that you got up in and that's most likely not a great um kind of uh posi oh yeah, position form yeah. or position um so once you mobilize yourself right when you get up out of bed you're already setting yourself up you're adjusting yourself properly uh for the rest of the day so when it comes to your your workouts you don't have to spend as much mobility time, um, perhaps. I think a good way to say this, too, is if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Yeah. Right? So, um, I keep saying, um, it's driving me crazy. Be a supple leopard. Be a supple leopard. But stay, stay flexible. Hit it in the morning. If, you're at, if you have a desk job, get up, do a little mobility in the middle of the desk job, you know, reach, you know, reach around. Uh, <laughs> reach around what? <laughs> Computer? Reach around, grab an elbow, you know, get some stretching in at your desk. Um, but yeah, just stay mobile, stay after it. So that way, if you stay ready, you don't gotta get ready. Yeah. It takes less time to get ready if you stay ready. Um, Cheetahs yeah. don't stretch before they hunt. What? Nothing, go ahead. Uh, I'm getting sleepy and hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and just off diet days, most likely it's your rest days. Um, 
Well, crush some pizza. There's nothing wrong with having a a uh, small meal throughout the week. Like, you don't have to be completely strict. If you're eating well um, throughout the week and you have one thing, maybe like you like cinnamon rolls and you just eat one cinnamon roll maybe on... <laughs> say cinnamon again? Cinnamon. Okay. It's like, it's like you said cinnamon. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say words. Um, if, you, if you like cinnamon rolls and you happen to eat this on a Sunday morning and only one you can still have it, but it's only one time throughout the week, not multiple times. If it's only like one time throughout the week, then you can see that as, as an okay um, off diet day. Um, when so it comes, when, go ahead, sir. It's okay. just for to keep yourself sane. Because if you eat avocado, tuna, and hot sauce pretty much every that day. That looked disgusting, by the way. The, the sound effects were on, on fleek. The sound effects uh, were cool, yeah, and the editing was good, but it looked because it looked gross. It's, it it gross. sounds gross when you mix it together and it looks oh, gross. Oh, yeah, I know. But I can imagine. It sounds like somebody, you know, when that eats too too loud and you just they like... They smack? Oh. Yeah, people smack it. It'd be crazy. Were you the one who left the tuna in the, in the uh, sink no. back there a couple weeks ago? Probably it's not. like tuna. You squeeze the tuna can out there. Uh, man, it was stinking. It just made the whole office uh, area stink up. I would say the best way to think about this is to eat for your goals. Like if, you're, right. if your goal is to be a bodybuilder or if you want to have the most lean physique possible, then yeah, stick to your diet seven days a week if that's what's good, you know, that's what you want to do. That keeps you sane. But for me, I eat three cheat meals a week right now, and that, that differs. That varies you know, up and down based on what my goals are at the time. Um, but I eat for my goals. For me, my goal is to be happy and to be able to maintain my diet for a long period of time because it's not just a, I'm not just dieting, right? It's my diet. It's how I eat permanently. Mm. So I want to be able to maintain that by keeping myself sane within that too. So my off diet days, I'm gonna, I might go ham with some pizza. I might go ham with some Krispy Kremes. Uh, that's, that's most frequently the, the answer is Krispy Kremes, which I might go ham with some of those after I leave here. Uh, I might go <laughs> ham with some Chipotle, you know? Uh, um, so that's just, that's just what I do for my off diet days or for my off diet meals too. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you eat some, you don't really know how to cook, but you're eating well, like paleo. I've had a <coughs> couple of the athletes I coach, um, they said that uh, they were just feeling antsy after a couple days, and like uh, they really needed something, and one of them had a slice of pizza. Um, it kind of broke down. I have the same thing. I get really, like, my food's depressing sometimes. Actually, lots of times it is. And I just really want something. Uh, I might go and get like a big C burrito. Burrito. Uh, blasphemy. Blasphemy. You only eat Chipotle burritos. How dare you blaspheme like that? It hasn't gone well um, after I ate. Oh, I, I can imagine. Burrito. It's the quality you put in your body. Well, the uh, Chipotle one. Chipotles like, are great. I'm just talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you eat too many burritos, you can expect those abs to kind of go away. That's happened to me before. Um, but, uh, yeah. If you're going crazy and staying with a strict diet, if you're going absolutely insane, just have one thing throughout the week or something like that. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. There's something to be said for grinding through the monotony of a consistent diet. Uh, there's something to be said for you know sticking to it and, and making it how you live now. But... If it doesn't appease your goals to go crazy 
and you're going crazy eating a certain way and you're eating the same three meals every single day for a month, then have a cheat meal. Like build it in as part of your diet to have a couple of cheat meals. Unless you go off the rails, like unless you go like The Rock does where you have four pizzas and, no, and, two, and two birthday like cakes. A stack of waffles. Yeah. Uh, unless you do that, then you should be fine. Your, your body will recover just fine. Um, but if you, if you do The Rock thing, it takes you like a full week to recover from that. So just something to keep in mind. So for this next part of the podcast is going to be a air squat demo. Uh, it's going to be on the video version of this podcast. So hop over to YouTube, uh, find CrossFit Mob, the page, then um, watch the latest video. It should be the Power Up Podcast episode 18 video for to see the uh, full part of this podcast. So next week we will have different topics, um, hopefully releasing around Wednesday, as always. Um, all depends on scheduling. Plus we'll have some different topics that we'll talk about next week. So... Don't forget, Power Podcast is on iTunes, on podcasts.com, and on YouTube on our CrossFit Mob uh, YouTube channel. Um, Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time.